in like good spirits. I need it. Kicks 96.9. On the air. You're on the air. Whoa. Am I on the air? On the air. What's going down? Very exciting. Big event. Everybody's excited, huh? You're not really listening to me, are you? I feel great, man. I feel great. Moron, you're on the air. It's the J.P. Coriolan Hoskinick Show. Good morning. Welcome to Wednesday, February 15th, the day after V-Day. Post-Valentine's Day. I think everybody survived it okay. Good morning, Coriel. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Ready to go with a Wednesday and downhill and a chance for snow to welcome Blake Shelton tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, but it's supposed to stop by morning, so. Yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll get it all cleared up. We'll, we'll get on top of it with the snow plows and, and clear that stuff up. Uh, good morning, Nick. Good morning. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, and it does pop up every once in a while where like there's it's Valentine's Day, but then also people do Galentine's Day, and then they, like, the love stinks, get back at your ex yeah. type day. Uh, <laughs> sheriffs in Florida went big on that. Uh, the people who wanted to get revenge on their ex in an interesting way, they did the anti-Valentine's Day tactic uh, on Twitter and said, have an ex-Valentine? No, they have outstanding warrants. Oh, This Valentine's God. Day, contact us with their info, and we'll take care of the rest. Wow, they're really relying on the petties yeah. to get out there and uh, help them out. That's pretty awesome. They said the, the promotion has no expiration date and applies to all past, current, and future ex-Valentines. They had over 35 people message them yesterday. What? Oh, man. What bad karma. <laughs> but also, if they are... Wanted people. If they're horrible people, then, then yes, like, they deserve to get in trouble. They probably deserve it, right? But yeah. I, I, I think like tattletaling to an extent uh, is a terrible idea. But in this case, I think you're safe. Yeah, if your ex is a horrible person, they probably should. If they are thwarting the law, yeah, I feel like odds are at least a few idea. of those people probably have warrants of their own. Oh, that they have that's a possibility, oh, too. Yeah, I can see that. So the, that, that county's actually doing pretty smart because they they get the people that are busting out their exes, and then while they're at it, they can check on the, the people that I'm are saying. calling it in. Yeah, wow. And ah. double down. Wow, yeah. they could clear up a lot of cr- crime in uh, Florida. Boom. One of my favorite things right now is, well, it started a long time ago, and I think other places are finally jumping in on it, specifically zoos, but where you can... You can pay money to fund the zoo for whatever they need. You can pay money to, like, name cockroaches after your exes that, like, meerkats and other things Mm -hmm. eat. And Our zoo did that, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, and then there's, uh, yeah, there's just, like, a bunch of other suggestions. You watch your ex-cockroach be eaten by a meerkat. Yeah, and then there's ones where you can name, like, slugs. (laughs) (laughs) Hooters does the whole shredding thing, like, where you print out a picture of you and your ex and you like shred it and then you get like free wings or something like oh, that. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. People get smart with yeah. it. Yeah. So people get creative. That's a good thing. Hopefully yeah. our, our Valentaco winners enjoyed yesterday's Valentine's. Oh. Heck yeah. What uh, a great Valentine. I'm so Valentaco jealous. Tico's. Yeah, no kidding. That looked beautiful. That'd be a great lunch. So hopefully you it would be. That. Yeah. Uh, we've got a chance for you to win more Blake Shelton tickets as well as... With J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. An all-new couple therapy with Debbie needing help with her husband, Patrick. And you're going to have to pick a side. 
Like I mentioned, Blake Sheldon tickets on the line with the special edition of JPMX's guests. We'll get Would You Rather, uh, another concert announcement to make, and more coming up on the show, brought to you by Nutrition Authority. Luke Combs on Dad Life, where Lainey Wilson got her junk. Carrie Underwood tries something for the first time since high school and more. Getting you in the know from Music Row. Coriel has your nitty-gritty from Music City on Kicks 96.9. Nitty-gritty from Music City, powered by A1 Mold Testing and Remediation. Luke Combs became a new dad last summer when his son Tex was born. He's now sharing, you know, things about becoming a dad and what that means to him. And for him, being a dad has given him a new joy, a love in his life. And just looking at a picture of Tex can instantly improve his mood. (laughs) Him and his wife decided to not take Tex on tour with them yet as they want to make sure they have the parenting thing down before they disrupt his quality of life. However, Combs will be away from home a lot this year on his big world tour, so I know that's probably going to be pretty tough for him. But if he can, truly just look at a picture of Tex, and hopefully that'll be uh, enough to kind of keep him sane in that way. Yeah. You know, and then you think about it, and you're like, wow, Scotty McCreary just had a baby in, like, November, and he already has that baby on the road. Yeah, I think of the bus all geared up and ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, so... Baby on the road. It just truly goes to show that it's, it's totally... Parenting is a... All you. Yeah. It is all you. <laughs> the world continues to be fascinated by Lainey Wilson's wonderful backside. Yes, her derriere. And as uh, as you'd think, you know, it probably comes from both parents, her genes. Sometimes it's one parent or the other. She was talking about it during an interview on this past weekend with comedian Theo Vaughn. What's weird is people are like, where'd you get that from? And I say I get the the width from my mama and the depth from my daddy. My daddy's got a he got a little booty on Does him. He? Yeah. <laughs> like, she drives me crazy when she, she talks sometimes because she's just so quick. And you're and you're left like, ma'am. <laughs> okay. No, she's incredible. And uh, yeah, it, it, her backside apparently she has her mom and dad to thank for that. The butt jeans, not everybody's blessed with them. That's true. I'm, Lainey Wilson's got I feel them. it. Yeah. Yeah, JP, it's okay. It's fine. There may be support groups for you. We'll we'll Google it later. <laughs> the Chicks are going on a world tour starting this June. They'll be joined by Marin Morris, Wild Rivers, and Ben Harper on uh, select shows. The tour will take place in over 30 cities before wrapping up in uh, Canada in September. But this includes a stop at CHI Health Center August 30th. Yep. We announced this yesterday in case you missed it, but you can find details at kzkx.com. Carrie Underwood released a behind-the-scenes look at her Hate My Heart video. It shows her doing a boxing workout, joining some friends, her night on the town, even doing something she hasn't tried since high school. She says, quote, in the video, it's like a normal person going out to a club, and somehow she manages to muster enough courage to crowd surf. So oh, wow. she hasn't done this since she was 17 in the video. She doesn't, and of course, does it flawlessly. Yeah, she does. Uh, speaking of concert announcements and things, I mentioned the chicks. We do have a concert announcement coming up today, so uh, listen for that. You can watch for it on Facebook too, KX nine six nine. Oh yeah, you thought we were done? Yeah. No, absolutely not. We've got more. Yes. Believe me. With the nitty gritty from Music City, I'm Coriel with Kicks ninety six point nine. Wake up with JP Coriel and Husker Nick. Don't be Country mornings are the best. Kicks ninety six point nine. I've been waiting on some good news. 
Time for good things. If you got one, let us know. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, KX969. Coriel, what would you like to talk about today? My good thing is a nine-year-old boy named David Balogun out of Pennsylvania. Okay. This nine-year-old has already completed high school. He's graduated from high school at nine years old from the Reach Cyber Charter School in Harrisburg. So he took these classes remotely from his home in Bucks County. Uh, It says he enjoys science and computer programming, but he ultimately wants to be an astrophysicist. I don't think I even knew that existed at nine years old. (laughs) And study black holes and supernovas, kind of like a Neil deGrasse Tyson, apparently. I'm not sure. That's what it sounds like. But uh, the boys' parents both have advanced degrees. So... um, I guess the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, but they do say raising a son with extraordinary intellectual gifts can be kind of challenging because, like, he comprehends a lot of concepts that even his parents um, have trouble understanding. Right. So they're just over here like, all right, like, I know we're smart, but, like, this is weird. They really should watch <laughs> Young Sheldon. They'll, they'll get a lot of help from that. There you oh, go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, I'm sure. Like roadmap. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But he's um, he's on this trajectory for greatness. But he also wow. likes to play sports and piano. He's also learn, learning, a, uh, uh, learning, working towards his black belt in martial arts. Hey, there you go. He does this it all. All around. Yes, David uh-huh. Bolligan. Watch for him all over the news, I'm sure. Oscar Nick, your good thing. Well, we won't go too far away from your good thing. I've got a good thing also. It's in uh, Philadelphia, and it's a young kid, so there must be something good in the water in that area. Um, so there's a young man that at the Super Bowl uh, was going around. He does a podcast called the Giovanni Show Podcast. He's a 15-year-old. He's been doing it for two years. Um, after the Super Bowl is over, like uh, Jalen Hurts, the quarterback for the Eagles, was sitting there, and, of course, he was sad, and he was getting – Asked a lot of like questions about the game, you know, different plays, this, yeah. that, and whatever. And then there was a question of, hey, what lesson did you learn from this that you'll take to the next game? And that was from Gio, who, like I said, is 15. And Jalen Hurts looks at him and he goes, man, I've been wanting to meet you. And uh, he kind of <gasps> shakes his hand and then what? he gives a really poignant answer that ends up being like the answer that goes around all the different media outlets um, for Jalen Hurts. And I discovered this kid uh giovanni and i've been kind of listening to some of his shows because they're fantastic for a kid who's 15 um he suffers from schwartz jample syndrome which is like a combination of muscular dystrophy and dwarfism and when um dak prescott broke his leg a couple years ago remember that horrific injury he had yeah Yeah. well geo actually sent him a video just to tell him like hey you know, I got your back. I totally understand. I myself have had to go through some crazy surgeries and like sent some stuff to Dak. And then uh, Dak ended up sending him back messages saying, hey, I really appreciate that. And they kind of started talking and becoming friends. And it's just such an inspiration seeing this kid, you know, get to the Super Bowl. Uh, he was sent by one of the players from the Eagles so he could go to the Super Bowl and Aww. pay for the trip so he could do the media thing. That's awesome. And uh, just really neat seeing this kid living up his dream, uh, being a sports podcaster. And he actually has, if you go through his, like, library, it's like every week he has four, four or five, like, famous celebrities on his show they're like lining up to that's so great it's a really neat deal and it's it's in this industry too with broadcasting uh to see a kid kind of living his life you know and and doing that so very cool it's a giovanni show podcast if you want to check it out awesome 
my good thing also involving kids. It seems wow. like our, the kids out there are getting it. Yeah. Like they, they're doing the good things that we need them to do, uh, doing better than all of us. <laughs> uh, students at a school in Hartford, Connecticut, are on a mission to spread kindness while also raising funds to pay for school activities. For each donation the students receive during the three weeks of Act of Kindness campaign, they'll perf- they perform an Act of Kindness of the donor's choice to show their gratitude for the support. So to kick off the campaign, the students held the teddy bear toss and collected stuffed animals to donate to area first responders so they can give them to families in crisis. Oh, that's cool. Like three weeks of act of kindness. What a brilliant idea. No kidding. And it teaches the kids to give back. It'd be great if we could do, um, if we could actually get everybody behind that out in the world yeah. to do that for like even just one day. I know there's actual random acts of kindness days, you know. Right, there is. You can't make everybody be kind, unfortunately. So yeah, it'd just be cool if you could though. make everybody be kind. Yeah, for a little bit. As hippy dippy as that sounds. Right. It's, but That's you know a lot what? of teddy bears. I mean, this, in this day and age, people just want good things to happen. Yeah, so. well, good stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Good it's stuff. mornings with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Start my day off on the right stuff. <laughs> yeah, it makes me get pumped. Brightens up your day. Kicks 96.9. Time for a round of Would You Rather with Coriel. All right. What are we doing today? This one's going to be so good we had to do it early. Yep. You're right. We just gave it the fast track to the beginning of the show. (laughs) Look out. So my question is, would you rather live in a utopia? You know, like an imagined perfect place. People may call that like heaven, basically, right? Would you rather live in a utopia as a normal person or in a dystopia, which is like a world of just, it's like post-apocalyptic, basically. Chaos, yeah. Yeah. But you are the supreme ruler. So live in a utopia as a normal person or in a dystopia, but you are the supreme ruler. Wow. I know. No, I just see utopia. Be good. I'm good. Why? Because uh, everybody's in a good spot. Like it's awesome. And what the, you're in the dystopia, like there was either like a nuclear war, or there was like a zombie apocalypse, yeah, or there was something along those lines. A lot of people died. Most people are in a horrible spot. And plus, yeah. if you're the supreme ruler, you're always going to be under attack. Yeah, one thousand like, percent. You're constantly going to be. Looking over your shoulder, whereas in yeah. Utopia, you can just, everybody's Although, in a good place. You know, if I think about it, you could slap a mask on Coriel, <laughs> and she would be the guy from uh, from Mad Max. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am definitely picturing a little bit of Mad Max, a little bit like, of The Walking the, Dead. You're the main bad guy in Mad Max. You the, know. The latest wow. uh, one, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, see that. I see both of your arguments. You have like, your own harem of like. Tom Hardy. I think I'm just yeah. a little bit of an egomaniac enough that I almost want to be the supreme ruler in a dystopia. <laughs> yeah, do it, dude. But it's like, no, of course I would rather live comfortably, but then again, right. if you're the supreme ruler in a dystopia, you're probably living comfortably because you for sure are. people don't want to make you mad. In a, in a dystopia? <laughs> Which also makes you sound so terrible. Right. <laughs> a, couple, a couple of other uh, negatives for me on the dystopia side of things. Okay. Because I've always thought, like, man, Zombie apocalypse would be sweet. Like I'd be, I'd be so happy during this because I could just survive and do all that stuff. But then I realized there's no football on TV. Oh yeah. 
That's yeah. that's a bummer. Yeah, but yeah. as your supreme ruler in the dystopian world, Nick, I would create a football team just like for you to dome, watch. Like a Thunderdome? Is that what you're going to create? Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah, we would create that. Thunderdome. See, you're the you're the bad guy from Mad Max. This <laughs> latest Mad Max. She really. That's who you are. We we, we need to we need to get a picture of you smiling really big, and then next to the face of that guy with the long blonde hair. Oh my god. I think I would like I I would like to think I would begin with the best of intentions, but I think right. I would be the classic case of somebody who just the power got it just was a runaway train, yeah. and now I'm in too deep. <laughs> Poor Jackson but would be in one of those little while leather you're outfits it. on a leash. Yeah. And you would just like walk around. He's like around. Channing Tatum from the movie This Is The End. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> That's 100% what uh, it would be. Okay. Yes. Oh you're, my you're trying gosh. to sell people on the dystopia, it sounds yes. like. So would you rather live in a utopia, like the everything's good as a normal person, or in a dystopia, kind of post-apocalyptic, but you're the supreme ruler. Tell us on Facebook, KX969. TikTok is working on a feature that will f- allow creators to charge whatever amount they want for some of their videos. Additionally, the social media app is working on a way to pay out more money to creators than early versions of the program. The app originally launched the Creator Fund in the summer of 2020 with a bankroll of $200 million dollars. TikTok announced soon after that the fund would eventually grow to more than $1 billion, which is being branded as Creator Fund 2.0, not very creatively, uh, could <laughs> launch as early as next month. <laughs> if you can even get on it and, and use it. There's some places that are blocking TikTok usage. It's like, Ooh, dang. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, that's that's interesting. That's good. I mean, people mm. can make money on Make on some TikToks. money. And, uh, Creativity. Yeah. Creator fund. 2. Are you? Yes. Are you all right? You seem sad or something about it, JP. What's going? No, on? No, I just I'm I'm. Do you conf- have thoughts? I'm confused on how it's going to work, and and if will he, if people even be able to use it because there's so many states that are starting to block. How, who, chick- what TikTok. states have blocked Texas. TikTok? Texas has so far, and other ones are talking. Oh, about Texas it. did yeah. pass. Mm-hmm. Oh well, that's so. just one out of like fifty. States, yeah, so. yeah. Well, we'll see. Forty-nine others. I, I, I'm entertained by what's on TikTok, but yeah, uh, we'll see what the. Well, it doesn't. This is just about the creators getting money. This right? No, that's blocking. what I'm saying. It's oh, like right. People like you who come up with great content, like the difference to die. I don't know about that. Oh, don't go it, that far. It, her content, <laughs> I, I've seen it across my feed. I, <laughs> I think it's good. No, oh, but that's okay. next to you. Thank you. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> As you might imagine, Edwin would like to largely remain private. He understands his name is part of the public record and now part of history. But he respectfully declined our invitation to appear publicly with us today. Understandably so. Yeah, that's because Edwin Castro is the luckiest Ooh. man in the world because he re- won that record-breaking $2.04 billion Powerball jackpot. Oh, man. Uh, this guy, he's from California, decided not to accept the ceremonial check handing in person and said, the real winner is the California public school system. That's because 156 million of his winnings is going towards public education in the state. Oh my God. That's what he chose to do with some of his money. So the jackpot winners, you know, have like a year uh, from the draw date to claim their prizes. They have the option to take the money in payments or a lump sum. And the lump sum payment of $1 billion is 
point six million. So just so. shy of one billion. Uh, yeah, I don't. I think that's a typo because I think, I think the lump sum payment of two billion would be ninety nine. Seven point six. No, million. no, is that right? Nine hundred ninety-seven point six million is close to one billion dollars. Okay, right? Wow. Yes, that seems odd. Yes, numbers wise. That's but really anyway, cool that he did that. So a lot of money is going to go to the public school system, which is unreal, and so cool that that's what he chose to do with his winnings. So I wonder if he got like a tax write-off to help him like his you know what i'm saying like they were like yeah. listen we need to find a way to donate some of this so you can keep more money oh maybe maybe i wonder that's if that's how that worked out yeah so that's really cool i wish somebody around here would win the billion dollars and, and do something like yeah no kidding volunteer sacrifice <laughs> <laughs> how kind of you can't miss in the second half that was uh, Nebraska is shooting nearly 60% against the Big Ten's best defense. Casey put up like 22 points, didn't he? Yeah, he scored 98 points in the last four games. Wow, that's Man. crazy. Uh, they wrote an impressive offensive uh, road win against Rutgers, 82-72. to 72, That Now they begin a three-game homestand on Sunday when Maryland comes to town. It is also the alumni weekend game, so uh, I'm going to come and check out some of your favorite... Man. Uh, basketball stars there for that game. It'll be a 4 p.m. tip. Uh, tickets are available at uh, huskers.com slash tickets, but they're going fast. So that's pretty exciting. The ladies are on the road tonight, and then they're back on Saturday, and they're trying to get a sellout crowd against Iowa. Uh, so hopefully people will show up and do that. It sounds like it's pretty close to being jam-packed for that game, too. That'll oh, baby. Awesome. Basketball's exciting right now in yeah, Nebraska. No hopefully it's going. That's what's trending today. We need to make money off of you <laughs> and your collection. <laughs> That's the subject of an all-new couples therapy. Relationships are challenging. Couples costumes. Whenever that happens, that means manhood has left the building. And occasionally, couples need professional help. Oh, that's it. I've had it. One minute. Nothing takes a minute with you. But when getting by on the cheap is the plan of action, there's couples therapy. With J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick on Kicks 96.9. And those are the words of Debbie involving uh, her, her argument with her husband, Patrick. Good morning, Debbie. Hi, good morning. So, looking to make some cash off your hubby, huh? I mean, it's... <laughs> I think of it as it's something that he's not using anyway, so he wouldn't miss it, and um, we could definitely use the money right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, give us what uh, the background. What's going in on? Oregon. Um, in well, Oregon. my husband has just boxes and boxes of comics in our basement, comic books, and oh. I've never even seen him look at them before, honestly. They're just piles of them in boxes, seemingly disorganized. I don't even think he knows what he has anymore been collecting them for you know good at least i don't know as long as i've known him we've been married 22 years so he's had them the whole time i he may still be buying them i don't know but they're they're worth some a lot of money especially with the superhero movies coming out and you know just how hot all the marvel and dc stuff is i just think we can make good money off of them and use that Mm, that's a valid point. I yeah, that's hard to argue that actually. Those collectibles go for a <laughs> uh, pretty penny. I know Husker Nick, you've got quite a few comic books in your collection that are worth some cash. I bet. Yeah, I'm against everything she's. Saying. <laughs> <laughs> I see why people keep them though for the uh, sentimental value, the bragging rights. It's funny. My boyfriend, I came home yesterday and he was going through a, um, some cigar boxes yeah. of old baseball cards. 
Yeah. So it's funny. It's about the same thing. But I told it's him super important. He, he was looking him up to see like what some of them were worth, you know, and some of them were worth like 150 bucks. So yeah. I, I told him if you have some multiples, like if you have dupes that you yeah, could part with, okay with and that? make the money, yeah. then do it. And he's okay. like, I don't know if I want to do that. I'm like, all right. It's well, like, buddy, you I'm don't telling need you to do it. I'm just saying if you have duplicates, yeah, right. make some money. But all right. So you're yeah, kind of on on Debbie's side of things where it's like, let's make if some there's cash. duplicates. OK. All right. Well, otherwise, no. So, so you believe just that not only declutter your basement, but also to make a little cash off of your husband is, is a good idea, Debbie. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he would benefit from it, too. It's not just me making the cash, but, there, but there's some projects we want to do around the house. We want to kind of redo our backyard and put in a hot tub that we would use all the time. Um, I thought maybe a nice trip, you know, we've got an anniversary for our parents coming up, we could all go on a nice trip on a cruise or something. So I have ideas, and you know, we would all benefit, not just me. Dang, <laughs> you must be sitting on a mother load then, though. If you're trying to take a whole family on a cruise with these things. There are boxes. I don't even know what's held in there, but there's a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, let's bring Patrick in here and let him defend himself. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning. How are you? We're good. <laughs> We're good. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine because I got my comics, and I'm just keeping them. Oh. <laughs> That's it. That's all there is to it, huh? Yeah. Well, I started collecting with my grandfather when I was around five or six years old. And so there's a memory there, obviously. And I just got into it. And I want to keep doing it. I mean, it's it's a sentimental thing, sure. Um, But I also know that we it is, you know, a monetary thing. It's there is some value there, but you can't take away value from memory i mean it doesn't you know this she knew about them 22 years ago if not you know since we've been married anyway yeah um and that's just the way i am i can't they're your keepsakes they're your things yeah they're your keepsakes and that's, and that's a cool i mean that's a for me that was the way it was too with with baseball well sports cards in general but my yeah my getting a i've got a cracker jack baseball card that's a f- family member got from my great grandma nana back in the day so like those great grandma nana are are a big deal so i mean i get that all right well special well, things in your life i just couldn't sell my yeah cards. i mean i'm not heartless if he has if he has some important ones i'm not going to make him get rid of those but you know i'm sure there's a few in there he could part with you know Okay. The important ones are probably the ones worth the money. Nick, you said you could never. Nick, you said you could never get rid of yours. No, at least not right now. Like I, well, now I got little kids that I, you know, we read them together and stuff. So, oh, like, like yeah. Carter's going through my collection, and like has been reading them. So, like, I that's a tough, that's a tough ask. I get, I get what he's saying. I also get what she's saying though. Like my wife's pointed out, if I just sell all mine, I could, I could get rid of my student loans. Oh like, wow! Yeah, I was like, "All right, yeah." That sounds tempting to a point. Not really. Yeah. What's your garage code again? <laughs> oh, it ain't at my house. You, uh, JP, don't you have? I remember you mentioning like you bought a Star Wars character when you were a kid and never opened it. So yep. you got like this. I still have so, a few of those. So I mean, that's got to be worth a ton of money. Why yeah. haven't you sold that? Yeah, good, again, because it's uh, yeah, like you said, a collectible. It's something that uh, I'm waiting until. Uh, do you want to like hand it down to like kinda, potentially grandkids or yeah. something? I'd, to I'd that be nature? Fun, it'd be fun to be able to give to the next uh, next generation. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Well, let's take it to the people and see what they have to say. 
Here's what's next with the J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick show. Pick a side between Debbie and Patrick and the comic book collection. Yes, Team Debbie, thin them out, sell them, make some money, or Patrick, hang on to them for dear life. <laughs> you can do that on <laughs> Facebook or Twitter, KX969, for couples therapy. It's couples therapy Wednesday, and the issue at hand is between Debbie and her husband, Patrick. And you're picking a side. Yeah, so you team Debbie Selim or team Patrick Keepum. This is about those comic books in many boxes that just kind of sit around. But uh, he's been basically collecting them all his life. Yeah. Sentimental value for at least some of them. And also a little bit of bragging rights. It's cool to be able to say that he has them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Debbie, you know, wants him to thin them out. They're just, they just sit there. And she knows there's a lot of money in some of those probably. I would like to help them out a little bit as a family. Maybe go on a vacation as well. Do some repairs around the house. Some little extra income coming in from selling yes. some it of It sounds things. like she's up for him keeping at least some like really sentimental value ones. But he's got to thin him out. Okay. Debbie's on the on the side of getting rid of most of them. What side are you on? Are you with Debbie or are you with Patrick? Randall says there's a difference between collecting and hoarding. If you have boxes of stuff, you never look at them, get rid of them. I finally sold my comics and football cards a few years ago and haven't missed them at all because I never looked at them anyway. Okay. Solid. Uh, Cody says, Team Patrick, you don't get rid of memories. I've still got my old PS1 that no longer works, but there's still memories embedded with it, and I wouldn't part with it. All right. That's a valid answer, too. Solid, solid. I kicks, what do you think uh, they should do? I definitely don't think he should sell. Why's that? Well, because I had a huge Elvis collection as a kid, and I almost sold it, and I'm glad I didn't, because after the movie came out, I remembered how much I loved him, and I would have been super sad. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's always the worst part when you... (laughs) That's why I save so much stuff. If I'm not careful, I'm going to have a problem, because (laughs) I know, I, I hoard things sometimes, but... I'm the same way. You're like, oh, maybe I'll need this at some point. Or you stumble across something. You go, oh, I'm glad I never got rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. But a little bit of a, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get my feels every once in a while. All right. 466-9696 or Facebook and Twitter, KX969. What side are you on between Debbie and Patrick? It's KX. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Yeah. You're listening to J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. Waking you up every morning. On Lincoln's Kicks, 96.9. Couple Therapy Wednesday, and the issue at hand is between Debbie and Patrick and his comic book collection. Ooh. Could be worth a lot of money. You could be sitting on a gold mine. There's just boxes and boxes of it down in their basement. Patrick's keeping just, it for just sentimental sitting value. there. And Debbie thinks maybe we should go through there, find find the the good ones, and make some some cash off of them, and live comfortably. Well, I mean, I, I mean, like by adding a hot tub and go to a, on a cruise and things like go. that. As far as living comfortably, I uh, we want to know what side you're on. You can let us know Facebook and Twitter as well. KX nine six nine. Yes, on Facebook, Shelby says kind of team both. I've been there with sentimental stuff. Mackenzie says team Patrick. I still have all my childhood Polly pockets. Don't care. <laughs> Kyle says both go through them and try to get rid of a box of stuff that is not as sentimental. Yeah. Uh, Brian also says keep them. Values will only go up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
<laughs> but then Kyle replied, well, maybe. That's what everyone said about Beanie Babies and Buffalo Nickels. Outside of rare cases, neither of those are worth anything. So yeah. it is a little hit or miss. That's true, too. All right, Kicks, what side are you on? I think I'm on Patrick's side. There he is. But, you know, there's no saying what's hers is hers and what's his is hers. <laughs> So I think you need to, maybe you need to go revise that old saying. Okay. <laughs> Revisit that. Yep. Okay. Hi. I haven't heard that saying in a long time. Kicks, good morning. What side are you on? I'm kind of on both. Okay. Um. So I have a similar situation with some siblings because we all collected baseball cards when we were kids. And one sibling out of all of us wants to sell all of it. Oh. Oh, no. So has this and, caused, like, a rift between you guys? Well, we haven't done anything yet. Okay. This has actually come up pretty recent. Wow. Well, you and, have to give us, like, the lowdown. Tell us what happens. Yeah, we'll have to keep track of that and find out uh, how they deal with that. But like, it That would be like- tough to have, like, multiple people in on one item. Because oh, yeah. this specifically, right. you can't just... You can't just get rid of it, right? No. You, no, I don't you think you do can. that. You're going to really cause some problems yeah. and maybe legal action. <laughs> the sentimental yeah, side guess. of this, I think, is the hardest part. Like, Coriel, I'm sure you remember. Maybe, JP, you could speak upon this. But, like, I, Coriel, you remember JP used to have that little jar of glitter on his desk from the first time he went to the... Oh, to the yeah, golf, to the acrobatics uh, acrobatic club with the club. big pole. And it was like, it was a, yeah, and it was like a sentimental thing for him. But it's not there anymore. But so he you could must maybe. Have got rid of it. Yeah, that's probably worth a lot of. <laughs> I mean, money. Scrape that stuff off your face, you know, and then put it in a jar. That's cool, dude. <laughs> Out of your beard. That's worth at least I don't know a dollar and a shot of penicillin. I mean, Hi, kicks. Good morning. What side are you on? <laughs> okay, I don't know if I'm on his side, but I have an idea. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, so maybe he should go through his comics, find one of like the least sentimental ones, and try to sell that. And wait like a month or two and see how he feels. I don't know if that'll work or not. (laughs) Like just dip your toe in the water a little bit and see if it's okay? (coughs) Yeah, yeah. Instead of just full send, all in, get rid of them, and then like just sit rocking in the corner later on (laughs) crying about it. (laughs) Yeah, then he'll know he shouldn't do it again. And then maybe he could find the same comic somewhere too and then buy it again. All right, that's good advice, too. Solid. Uh, let's bring Debbie and Patrick back in here. Uh, Patrick, after hearing from our listeners, what are you thinking uh, um, with their suggestions on things, too? I, my mind really hasn't changed, to be honest with you. Oh, I mean, okay. I, <laughs> I understand what everybody's saying, and I, I get that, you know, this could be something that is beneficial to everyone or both of us, but... It, I can't, as I said earlier, I can't get away from the memory. I mean, when I was five years old, I was with my grandfather, and we started off as a hobby, and it was just something that, you know, he basically was t- teaching me, too, how to invest and make money, and mm-hmm. it was a life lesson there as well. So, and that's, and I heard earlier, I thought I heard it earlier anyway, that, you know, the longer you keep them, the more value it is. So, right. that's that's another part of it. Mm. Okay, and we're relative. I'm relatively young. I mean, I'm in my 40s. Yeah. You know, so it's not like we can't go on a cruise or get a hot tub in a few years or whatever. It's just right now, 
Which is not ready to part with that stuff. A little bit of something about it. All right. Uh, Debbie, your thoughts. So I'm I'm just saying he should probably really consider it or else they may just slowly start disappearing. Oh, no. Oh, no. He he wouldn't even notice. I'm just putting that out there. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Well, if you do decide to go down that route, uh, we cannot guarantee that... He will forgive you anytime yeah. soon. We did get a suggestion. <laughs> uh, our our boss has a, a great record collection. His he has like a wall full of records, yeah. like albums that are up there. But he has them all like on a, on shelves and organized instead of just in boxes and whatnot. If if Patrick were to go through those things and get some shelves and put them up on shelves and kind of organize and 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 do a little bit better effort. At decluttering. Add a little zhuzh. So just, just give him decorate some the house with comic books. Well, I'm not just saying the house, but like the basement, you could go and easily do that with uh, a couple shelves and um, and be able to put a little bit more organizational to it versus just the boxes of comic books right. piling out of it. Would that be a, a thing that you'd be yeah, willing to do? Yeah, I would. I would not be opposed if he's actually going to use them. Excuse me, use them whether it's like decoration or. You know, put them to some sort of use. I think I'd be a little more willing to let them keep them. That would okay. be fine. Yeah, getting like a yeah. cool little kind of like hutch in the corner or something yeah. like that to display them, so that so that maybe yeah. there's a little more value to them other than just sitting in the box. And you right, know. him to sh- yeah, him to show that appreciation for them. Right, right the now bragging rights. Like, yeah. How, how does that sound, Patrick? <laughs> I can definitely consider that. I mean, I'd much rather do that than sell them outright. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. Yeah, so I think I think we have a solution here. All right. Well, hey, I'm glad yeah, we can figure this out between you two. Uh, and uh, thanks to all of our listeners that called in to help you out with that. And we wish you guys the best of luck. All right. Thank you. Thank you, very Thank much. you so much for your help. You betcha. Country mornings are the best. JP Corey Ellen Husker Nick mornings. Yeah. In the morning when you wake up. That kicks ninety six point nine. Yesterday was a day full of love, but also. A day to fix something going on between you and your love. Uh-oh. It was like a s- what? Special edition Valentine's Day make it right. Yeah. Because we love hearing about the drama. And if you're willing to tell us the drama. Because we're all a bunch of gossips. Pretty much. <laughs> um, and if you're willing to give us your drama, then we're willing to give you Blake Shelton tickets to try to make up for the thing that you screwed up between you and your significant other. Uh, and the responses were very good. <laughs> yeah. I uh, in, mean, in the fact that they were very bad. Yes. They were very goodly bad. <laughs> goodly bad. Uh-huh. And it starts all the way from uh, Kim saying simply, I just did not do the dishes. Okay. That's one. That and can also, but that can spark a it could heated... cause problems. Yes, it uh, ter- certainly can. Amy agreed to go to an optional work event, not thinking it was about the fact that it was Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, no. Yeah. And so she went to that instead of Valentine's Day with her significant other. Nick, is there um, is there anything that you would need to make it right right now for Blake Shelton tickets if um, you had to? <clears throat> I mean, like the other day... Uh, I was watching TV. My family was in the room. I sighed. Uh, apparently, I was not allowed to do that at that moment. And uh, <laughs> that was something that I need to apologize for. The sigh? Yeah. Uh, the other day, I, I did the dishes. Apparently, I did not read the dish manual on how to appropriately put dishes into dishwasher. Mm-hmm. So my wife had to go back and redo all of the dishes. Mm. 
So I suppose yep. I should also apologize for that. Yep. You're like, yeah, I, sorry yeah. I exist. Yeah, <laughs> sorry I exist. The, the other day I was breathing. Apparently that was a that bad was moment to irritating be as well. It irritated my wife. I feel bad I about it. it. Amber says, I forgot to close the chicken coop door last night after my husband went to work. And needless to say, uh, some raccoons got in there. So oh, it was not no. a pleasant sight. There's one that came in that says, uh, I broke my girlfriend's nose on New Year's Eve. <laughs> oh, wait. I, I think that one was more of a communal effort. <laughs> wow. Jesse wants to make it right by her, her kid because he was the kid was asked to be woken up early to get ready for Valentine's Day and a field trip. She forgot, I'm not an early bird. Yeah. Oh, no. Trina's would drive me crazy. Trina, okay, I... This person and I are kindred spirits. Okay. It says, quote, I said I would take care of the brand new car he got us. Not even five minutes after leaving the dealership, I went to grab groceries and lost the key fob. Yeah, that'll happen sometimes. <laughs> yeah, if, I was, uh, if I was being honest and serious, though, I would have to apologize for how every time I open a cabinet, I just leave it open. And it makes my <laughs> wife so angry. Drives her nuts. <laughs> like, like, it's to the extent now where she'll walk by and I'll be, I'll, as soon as I open the cabinet, she'll just go, so you going to close that? You gonna close it or are you leaving it open? What's the plan here? What's the plan? And I'm like, I'm in the cabinet still. And she's like, I know, but you'll leave it open. That's so funny. So my boyfriend does the same thing with me, but he'll come home and I'm sitting there. Like, I'm relaxing now. I'm off work. Yep. And he'll come home and I will have like a dish next to me from when I made a snack after I got home and then like a Kleenex or whatever because I need to throw it away. When I get up next, I'm not getting up right now. Right. And he'll come in and, and, and take it and go put it in the kitchen and go throw it away and just kind of a little bit of a scoff. And I'm like, I'm not even up. I'm like, I'm not done right. yet. I'm, I'm not, sitting here. I'm relaxing. <laughs> yes, exactly. When 100%. I get up, I'll do it. But like, <laughs> come on. Jessica has a really good one. Said uh, we had a four-year-old daughter and two-year-old boy-girl twins. No family history of medical intervention. I wanted one more child. He kept saying no and said, "What if it's twins again?" I finally convinced him oh, for no. one more. Oh, no. It was twins again. <laughs> this time, boys. Now we have five kids and a basketball team. Sorry, that's babe. awesome. That's awesome. Sorry, babe. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. That's uh, awesome. Troy says, I haven't lived this one down. I was offered tickets to Stampede a few years ago. I was unable to go, so I turned them down. My wife still never lets me forget about this. And then said wife pipes in and says, um, might I add that his wife was able to go, but he didn't want her to go with their niece <laughs> without him, so he gave them away. Yeah. Oh, boy. So oh, she yeah. jumped in, too. Well, you know, whether or not it's giving away uh, or turning down festival tickets or it's only uh, not doing the dishes right, or it could be something more egregious, you've weighed in uh, tenfold on Facebook. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. And we're going <laughs> to, one of you folks are going to be lucky enough to score last minute Blake Shelton tickets. If you want to get yours in still, you've got a little bit of time. Yep. KX969. You're waking up with JP, Corey Allen, Husker Nick. Wake up in the morning. On Lincoln's Kicks 96.9. Time to play JP Makes This Guess and get you in for Blake Shelton. The big show is tomorrow night with Carly Pierce and Jackson Dean at Pinnacle Bank Arena. It's going to be an awesome, fun show with Blake. He always is highly entertaining. Oh, yeah. And this is you... one of my favorite uh, concerts. Blake shows? In the industry, yeah. Yeah, because he's just a goofball. No, like, well, 
There are there are definitely bell, bells and whistles. It's not like like crazy pyrotechnics and all this stuff. No. But yeah. the 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 staging, the lighting, it's great. He's got a solo um, cup with something in it, and yeah, he's just telling showman. stories and stuff yeah. too. Which is yeah, great. he talks during it, and yeah. it's very polished. You forget he's you on could, stage. Yeah, yeah. You, you really do. He's it's like he's good. just hanging out with you're hanging out with your best buds watching and, Blake. And for all the the fellas that are listening, and you're gonna go with your girlfriends. By the time you leave that concert, you'd be like, did I just sing 22 songs straight? Yeah. I'm Blake Shelton. Yeah. You don't even realize mm-hmm. you know and love you all these songs. You know every single songs. one. Yeah. He has a lot of them that it's you just so don't good. realize. Yeah. All right. Good well, stuff. let's give some folks a chance to win their way. And Kevin is playing with Corey yeah. today. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. And with Husker Nick today is Brandy. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning. All right. Brandy. So let's see here. The category today. Uh-oh. Top eight. Okay. Top eight. Top okay. eight. Oh, Manelli. Name an occasion for which you might wear your lucky underwear. Okay. Being that uh, Blake eight. Shelton uh, endorses Gildan underpants. Oh, okay. JP, do you, does that mean you don't own lucky underwear? I do not. Oh, that's sad. It's okay. I'm I'm just lucky on my own right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's like, I don't need lucky underwear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll start Ooh, with okay. We'll start with Coriel and Kevin. Uh, an occasion you might wear your lucky underpants. I have a few ideas. Kevin, what's your first initial idea? Wow. I would say maybe a first date. Yeah, heck yeah. A first date. Yeah, that's okay. exactly where I went to. <laughs> first date <Yay>! is <laughs> the number one answer. That just tells yes! me a, a male wrote this. All right. Let's <laughs> keep that in a guy wrote this for sure. Oh All my right. gosh. That's so All funny. right. So Kevin and Corey are on the board to Brandy and Nick. An occasion you might wear your lucky underpants. Sorry, um, I can't hear anything. I'm sorry. Something just messed up. What do you say? Can you hear me now, Nick? Yeah, I have you now. Okay. I don't know what right. just happened. Okay, good. Right. We're good. Brandy right. and Nick converse. Yep. All right, so lucky underpants uh, for a sporting event. Yeah, I would go with that. All right. Sporting event is there. All right, that was Sporting event comes guess. in at number four. We go to back to Ooh. Kevin and Coriel. Okay. Occasions in which you might wear your lucky underwear. I don't want to blow this. Kevin, what do you think? Uh... Your wedding day, maybe? Ooh, a just... wedding day? Oh, right. We can try that. Wedding Kevin, day. you don't even need me. Wedding day slash night comes in at number five. Back to Brandy and Wedding Nick. night? All right, Brandy, yeah. you don't have to use this one, but I think probably I'm stealing it from ones. Coriel. I have an idea. This one occurred to me that this is probably when this is one of Coriel's times that she would wear lucky underwear. But you don't have to use it, but I want to throw it out there, okay? Okay, what is it? Going to a Golden Corral. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that'll be on there. Asterisk, any buffet. Any buffet. (laughs) That's a good... That's a good veto, Brandy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Brandy, unfortunately, that was probably uh, what, a good veto. What else could you be wearing? Uh, your and it actually depends. That's the odd, odd part of that. Oh, the depends and stuff. Yeah. The yeah. Um, man, what, what else? We got sporting events, wedding night, first date. Ooh. What do you think? Um, okay. Um, what about, like, in schooling for tests? Okay, yeah, let's do it. I like that one. <laughs> Exams slash finals comes in at number eight. Okay, Kevin, I was thinking. Kevin and Coriel need this one. Do you have Do you have one, Kevin? 
I do, but okay. what, what, what go, are you thinking? We can go with yours. What, what, what are you fire. thinking? Yeah, yeah Kevin, you're on fire. Say, like a job interview? That's, that was what I was going to say. Man. All right. Show me. Perfect. Job interview could be for the win. Yeah. It is. Wow. Dang it. You guys were on fire yeah, on those. Kevin and yeah. Corey Allen coming out guns a-blazing. Good job. I can't wait till one of these is going to a buffet and we could have used it. <laughs> you could have used it. All right, so here's your top eight occasions in which you're going to wear your lucky underpants. Of course, you guys said exams and finals. Valentine's Day came in at number oh. seven. Uh, yeah. Anniversary came in at six. Man, these are all just canoodling related. <laughs> yeah. Maybe even the job interview. These are, yeah. This is a dirty bird that wrote this yeah. list. Wow. Your wedding slash wedding night uh, yeah. comes in at number five. Sporting event at four. Casino or gambling? Ooh, yeah. I also thought three. about something like, well, I was going to say to get that to go get a, like a Powerball ticket or something. Oh, yeah. Job, job interview came in at number two. Yeah. You guys missed that one. And then hot date, first no, date. job interview. They didn't. Yeah, that was what they wanted. That's on. what we just went on. You guys want a job interview? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, never mind. Uh, there we go. Yes, nice sweet. Work, guys. Congratulations, Kevin. You're going to go Yay. see Congrats, Blake guys. Shelton tomorrow night. And Brandy. Sorry about that, Brandy. Thanks for playing. That is JP makes his guess for today. And Good more job, Blake Shelton tickets to win online. KZKX.com. Wake up. In the morning. The Kicks Morning Show with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Time for animals in the news. Uh, forget drug dogs. China is taking a new approach to finding drugs coming across their borders. Police have successfully trained squirrels. <gasps> Yay! See, people. S- squirrels are squirrely. People want a crumb on rodents, but like, there are bomb sniffing rats. Yeah. That save lives. Mm-hmm. Landmine sniffing rats well, now is they are, actually what I meant to say, but also bomb sniffing dogs. <laughs> now they've got drug sniffing squirrels that they're drug adding to it. Drug sniffing squirrels. And Something tells me the squirrels, though, hold on. I feel they volunteer distribute for this. Oh, probably. I could see the squirrels being like, you need to sniff out, uh, you, you, you want someone to sniff out some crack? Um. <laughs> Well, uh, we, 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 we can do that. It. We're down for it. Yeah, no, let us do that. I mean, Cocaine Bear is weird enough as it is. Cocaine Bear is weird enough anyways. Yeah. I cannot wait to see that movie. Yeah, that looks really fun. But yeah, something tells me the squirrels were like, yeah, yeah they, I'll sniff out some drugs for you. They've been doing an excellent job during testings. They, they won't <laughs> but be, they have. <laughs> they won't be officially deployed anytime soon. As the police dog trainer Yin Jin says, it's going to take some time. Uh, it's taken... Ten. It's taken a few years to train six squirrels in the program, and they've graduated There's only onto six the, of them? Yeah, only six. So oh, I was far. picturing a little like army, army of, of squirrels of like no. just wigging out squirrels. They were only able to get six of them to like be able to focus <laughs> and, and get through the program. Only six of them. <laughs> they started out with six thousand, and, and they now only they have had, six. Down to six, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then also in. Animal News saying that it would benefit animals. A law professor by the name of Martha Nussbaum says that animals should be given legal rights and representation in court. Um. Okay, I can see that for the cases of the really rich women who just wanted to stick it to the family one last time that left their estates to oh, their like, to like their dogs and stuff. Because yeah. there are famous cases of that. So I suppose, I'm yeah. Just, I'm, I'm not even picturing like domestic. And I'm like, what do we need? A, a, does a cheetah need legal advice? I mean, what would a bear? Yeah, and also, how do you relay that? Yeah. So she says, <laughs> how do you right? Do, growl once Tell if you them agree. What's up? <laughs> 
Did you eat the human? Growl once if you did, twice if you didn't. <laughs> Please smile so you look less threatening. Oh, God, no, don't <laughs> smile. Never mind. Teeth. No, 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 no. <laughs> she says the reason why is humans are dominating all over the globe. And there's no such thing as wild nature. When asked what kind of legal rights animals needed, she said, I think we will want to pass other laws. So it's really just extending the interest of animals and bringing them into the legal arena that allows good laws to be enforced. I think she specifically made that confusing. <laughs> yes, she did. Like, oh, man, I whenever the IT guy tries to break down something for you, they purposely do it. Yes. In the most strange use of words ever. Yeah. Just to um, try to trick you? I think that's exactly what's happening here. So Martha must have left all of her money to her tabby and <laughs> is hoping to get this passed so that her kids get nothing. Um, so not not to total we're not we're not going off on a total weed trip here, right? <laughs> weed trip. Oh my god. Trip, wow. I mean like Where into the, the weeds. Into the weeds is what I was trying to say. Yeah, okay. Uh, not totally into the weeds, because it's still about animals, but sidebar. All of the crazy things that have happened at like the Dallas Zoo. Oh yeah, of like things, uh, animals going missing or maybe not missing or like yeah, people what is going in. on? JP, I don't know. That place is constantly dealing with animal but escapes or or kidnappings. There's some saga happening, and I know that there's a movie Cocaine Bear, which is actually based on an a a real true story. story. Okay, yeah, I would not mind seeing like a docu series about what the, the heck has been going on at the Dallas Zoo. <laughs> at the Dallas Cause Zoo, because it's someone's got to look into this. It's I know, weird. like monkeys are disappearing. All kinds of random things are going. There was like a like a, an exotic cat as well that oh they found God. nearby. It's just like what is it's, it's it, watch. It's a former employee that's yeah. trying to expose the maybe the how bad the Dallas Zoo is at keeping their security and their animals safe. Yeah. Also, please don't steal exotic animals. No. That's not, a, not a good idea. It's just like a dumb idea. Yeah. <laughs> this is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Turn it up. Wake up. Wake up. All right, one big thing is another round of concert announcements, which includes this guy. Sisters using rouge. Oh, rouge. <laughs> I know, right? He smokes a lot of dope. She has dress, shoulder pads. <laughs> right. In another town. Bob Dylan sings like a rolling stone. Tracy Lawrence. Time marches on. Time marches on. That one, Texas Tornado, Alibis, a bunch of others that'll be a part of the big show when he comes to town. Let's find out who your friends are, right? Yeah, he did that one too. And then there's this guy coming with him, which will be exciting too because he's one of my absolute favorites. Gary Allen's coming too. Talk about a fun 90s night. That's going to yeah. be with Tracy Lawrence and Gary Allen. At oh, I'm going to be ripping some bush lights. Absolutely. Bush lattes to Oh, so today's. many. And they do the tall ones. Mm-hmm. The real tall ones. Yep. The big ones. They've got the big ones for you, too. So, yeah, Tracy Lawrence and Gary Allen going to be there in May. For a big dual show at Pinewood, May 18th. It's a Thursday night party with us. A thirsty Thursday in May will be a great time. The weather's going to be perfect, and you can see both of them all in one night. Oh, I'm already uh, planning my outfit. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, am I exactly going to wear this thing? 
shoulder pads and wear some rouge and show up to the Tracy <laughs> Lawrence Gary Allen show. Rouge. I don't know why it just gets me, but it does. My favorite memory of a Gary Allen concert okay. uh, was we had him at Pershing and oh, got to hang it, got to hang in that in what is basically in uh, one of the locker rooms back there that they made into a kind of a radio room. And Gary had a bunch of friends back there. Radio people were back there, too. And he had this table full of booze. Yeah. And a giant Grey Goose bottle. Somebody had bought in, brought in oh, one wow, probably the size of, size of a toddler. It was so tall. <laughs> yeah. And Gary comes in and he's not, he doesn't drink anymore. He comes in and is like, somebody's got to get rid of this stuff. Somebody's got to drink this. So please drink up, guys. And you're like, uh. And I'm like, all right. So I grabbed the big that. bottle of Grey Goose and picked it up off the table, put it on the floor and opened it. He's like, are you really? He go, well, I mean, I like Grey Goose. Oh, he's I'm sorry. Like, Were you, uh, <laughs> was that a joke? Yeah. I mean, I was like, I'm down. I'll take I'll take on this bottle and, <laughs> and help you clear out some of this liquor. I will. Time. Yes, <laughs> I will absolutely do this. So either way, get a chance to see both of them live in May. Uh, the presale is tomorrow, 10 a.m. And then tickets officially on sale Friday. You can also win tickets right now on Facebook and Twitter, KX969. Yeah, there's like two ways right now you could get qualified for tickets. Oh, and then nice. Even more throughout the rest of the work week, actually. Yes, we'll yes. have your chance to win again tomorrow and Friday. Fantastic. Wow, we are like loaded down with stuff. We, we are, because we are we like to give. We're just... We're givers. JP, we're giving people. <laughs> we, we do our best. All right, coming up tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a chance to win tickets to see The Chicks live. The Chicks. Uh, we'll have a new Dana Redumpum. JP makes us guess some more. Have a great day. Hey!